What's going on, Mouse Madness listeners? So we just had some breaking news happen this week. Splash Mountain is going to be rethemed at Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. So me and Kyle just wanted to throw together a little mini episode, go over some of our thoughts, some of our expectations about uh, what's going on here. Yeah, so in case you lived under a rock um, earlier this week, Disney announced that Splash Mountain's uh, Song of the South theme would be no more. And instead, it will be themed to the 2009 animated movie, Princess and the Frog. Look at Disney stepping up its representation game by putting in the only black princess into their parks officially. So when this news came out, Chris, um, I mean, this has been a rumor for a while. Um, People didn't think it would actually happen. Uh, but Disney buckled down and they've said that they've been working on this for like a year. So what were your initial reactions when you heard the news? Yeah, obviously we are frequent park goers and we think about the parks a lot. And so it's definitely not a new idea to us that this Splash Mountain attraction is really, really dated and is in need of some refreshing, both just because it's socially not in great taste but also this ride technology is like ancient Mm -hmm. the log flume is one of the oldest ride types it's becoming kind of an extinct attraction type yep throughout all parks around the world and also the animatronics are so old and they're hand-me-downs from a previous attraction exactly so it definitely was not surprising to me the thing that was really getting to me the most was how many people were participating in this discussion that had no idea what they were talking about. Yeah. This is like, you know, a couple weeks ago when it first kind of went viral that Disney should do it. People throwing out all kinds of crazy stuff that I'm just like, okay, let's just like, let's just calm down for a second (laughs) and let's think about this intelligently. Yes. Uh, So, Kyle, you and me went back and forth for a while. What ideas would work? What ideas wouldn't work? And, you know, we agreed that a retheme probably should happen. Yeah, absolutely. So, obviously, um, Princess and the Frog is a property that they haven't done a whole lot with. They've stuck Tiana into the riverboat uh, in the Rivers of America. So, she shows up every once in a while to go on the journey with park guests. She's walking around, but there's not a real presence in the parks and quite frankly just in disney in general i mean you think about all of the sequels that they've pushed out there um they kind of just let princess and the frog live its life as an animated movie in its first release but we uh we dove back into princess and the frog recently and we we felt like our opinions were right when we first talked about princess and the frog in best animated where it did a good job to finally show some representation in their catalog of princesses, but the storyline just did not hit the mark. Exactly. And I think with this news, a lot of people are kind of like really excited because princess and the frog feels like the anti splash mountain. And like (laughs) it was a racist concept. And now it's really like a symbol of like black power and black representation in Disney. And I think they still have a lot of work to do with tiana to get it to the point where totally this is something that's a big deal i think 
Disney got credit for throwing a black princess out there, but they didn't really do anything with mm-hmm. it. And if you go back and watch the movie, she's really the, not that exciting of a character either. Right. And they're so busy focusing on like Naveen and focusing on Lewis and Ray that Tiana's story kind of gets lost at times throughout the movie. And that's one of the reasons we are really disappointed in that movie. And it didn't make it very far in our best Disney movie bracket. I could have done without all of the frog stuff altogether. Yeah. And if you Google Princess and the Frog and go to images, you'll see tons of artwork and posters and promotional materials that are completely misleading Mm -hmm. it's princess tiana kissing a frog which that no the movie has nothing to do with that no no um what i would love to see is disney invest in the character a little bit more totally give her another movie give her some stuff on disney plus give her a series Mm -hmm. um and let us get to know her a little bit more and I kind of think about the Avatar stuff when when Animal Kingdom, it was announced that Animal Kingdom's getting this Pandora. I was kind of like, why? Like, <laughs> seriously, Pandora is this movie that's really old and people kind of forgot about. It's an incredible themed land, mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom, but it's clear that they're going to be doing stuff in the future and they're kind of going backwards with it. You know, they put it in the parks first. And they'll follow up with the media. And I think that might be what's going to be happening with Princess and the Frog here. Which I'm excited. Which Yeah, I'm excited for it. But uh, it makes the announcement feel a little bit incomplete, if that makes sense. Sure, totally. And I think that what I really like about this move by Disney is that it's a step in the right direction for, like, justice for Tiana, in my mind, right? So, like, yeah. she spends... 95% of her movie as a frog and not as herself. Um, she's being told throughout the movie that herself is not enough, which is my whole issue with Mama Odie. And when you're trying to kind of instill this pride in blackness, that's not the messages that you need to be sending to an audience who's looking for a role model that looks like them. You can't say like the only way that you're getting a movie is if you spend it as an animal for most of it. So this is a nice like step in the right direction where they're like okay like tiana's getting her own ride like she will be well they haven't said this but like hopefully she's like a main focus of the ride and maybe it's not like what disney tried to do when disneyland first opened which was put the user in this the seat of the hero throughout their journey but instead like we go along a journey with tiana and she's visibly represented throughout the entire ride Um, I'm hoping Uh, all we really know about this, Chris, is that the ride is going to be taking place after the movie. So uh, Naveen and Tiana are together. They're no longer frogs. They Tiana has her restaurant. Lewis plays in it with the fireflies plus two. And uh, and it kicks off from there and they're getting ready for Mardi Gras. That's that's the. The theme that we've been told is that the gang is getting ready for Mardi Gras. What a letdown of like, it's like a panic answer. And that's another reason why I was kind of let down by this announcement. Jack from DSNY Newscast drew a pretty good comparison. He's comparing this Splash Mountain refurbishment, retheming with the Frozen Ever After attraction at Epcot, where that ride 
just takes place like after the events of Frozen, everyone's just like hanging out in Arendelle. Like that's it. Right. Um, there's not a whole lot to the attraction, but it's like a two and a half minute ride and Splash Mountain's like a 10 minute attraction. <laughs> so they're going to have to develop some way to tell a story here. So Kyle, I want you to play the role of the Imagineer. I want you to break it down scene by scene. What yeah. do you think or what do you want to see from this retheming? Fantastic. So I put together an entire ride through in preparation Brilliant. for this. And I watched Splash Mountain. I also just kind of remembered what happened in Splash Mountain. It's a very simple storyline and the scenes are very memorable. So not hard to really do, but I would love everyone's opinions, not only on my own ride through, but I would love for people to write in with like what they think it should be. So I took the theme idea that this is the gang getting ready for Mardi Gras. And instead of something happening to Tiana, in which they have to recover and help Tiana, something happens to Naveen in mind. So uh, the entire mountain and everything gets changed. Um, I don't really know what it looks like, but I do know that the queue, instead of walking around the kind of like briar patch, I have a feeling they're going to retheme Critter Country. We already put out the meme that Pooh is now living in New Orleans, sipping on hurricanes. Like, we're just going to have to deal with Pooh as a part of New Orleans for a little bit until they decide what to do. But I think that you're going to still be walking along kind of like the French Quarter on the outside part of the queue until you approach the boathouse. Now, the boathouse is a building that is, in my world, next to Tiana's place. Tiana's place is the restaurant that she forms at the end of the movie. So once you enter in the boathouse, which is already a massive barn at Disneyland, so they can easily retheme that and make it look like a boathouse. You walk in and you go up the steps and plastered on the walls and stuff are um, advertisements for trips you can take down the Mississippi River, uh, promotion for Tiana's place, promotion for Tiana's place's party for Mardi Gras, which is what my thing's going to kind of focus around. Um, and kind of like these little snippets and Easter eggs hidden in there, maybe referring to like stay away from the mansion on the hill or like, you know, things like That's that. To like, that would be great to like fit in to the area that it's also in, which is New Orleans Square playing off very subtly. Um, so you're going to walk through there. Uh, I don't know how they're going to fix like the fact that you're burrowing underground as like a rabbit in the original thing, but that's not my, I didn't focus on that. I'm just focusing on story here, really. All right, so you get down to the um, launching spot and what are originally logs, they're now gonna be little miniature riverboats with little smokestacks on the back of them. And that's how they're gonna theme that you are going, or they might just be rowboats. I haven't really decided um, because you kind of go all over the place in my story here. <laughs> so whatever they wanna do. Um, but they're no longer logs. We can get that out of the way. Um, wow. So you hop in. Uh, you are getting ready to experience Mardi Gras with the gang. That's how they're going to be setting it up. That's what you're going to hear. Like, welcome to uh, Tiana's or welcome to the riverboat for a Mardi Gras cruise. You're going to be passing by all of these sites, whatever. So you go up the first hill, which plops you into it's you leaving the boathouse and the launching bay of the boathouse and pops you into the bayou. So the area that is currently you just kind of creaming outside and you pass the snoring bear and all that stuff, this is now the bayou. So it's going to be completely changed up. While you're in the bayou, you get reintroduced to Tiana and Lewis um, as they are out in their kind of 
swamp area, Tiana's talking to Lewis about the upcoming gig that he has, which is the uh, over at Mar the Mardi Gras party. Um, as you continue down the bayou, you start realizing the conversation changes, and Tiana's also looking for Naveen. Naveen said that he was heading out to meet up with Ray's family, um, but didn't know what he was meaning by that. Um, and she's worried because he hasn't been back in a few hours. So enlisting the help of Lewis, uh, they're going to go find him. Uh, so that brings you into the first show building, which is where you drop in a little bit and it's the like buzzing neon bees and stuff. And you start learning about the laughing place. Um, and, and Briar Rabbit's talking to all of his friends that he's going to the laughing place. Well, this area is now Tiana meeting up with Ray's family, Tiana and Lewis. So they're like, Hey, we heard Naveen's coming to you. Uh, where is he? And they're like, yeah, uh, we, we haven't seen him. Uh, but we're willing to let you, we're willing to help you on this journey. It's one of, it's the same kind of construct that princess and the frog is, which is we're going on this journey. We're picking up friends. We're doing the same thing here. Mostly cause that's the only story trope that I have in my mind when I'm thinking of these things. All right. So we got the gang together. Ray's family is there to help just a ton of blinking lights and firefly effects. Um, that brings you into what originally was the laughing place, which is all the crazy neon stuff. But right before you get there, um, we see kind of that like green portal thing that Facilier got sucked into that represents yeah. the, the other side. And Everyone encounters it at the same time. We're like, that's the other side. Naveen must have been taken by Facilier um, because Facilier wants revenge for, for Naveen not holding up his part of the bargain and ruining his plan. So they must have kidnapped him. So we got, we got to go in. So Tiana leads the charge. We go into the, this green portal. Don't know how they do it, but we do. We're in this neon land, and it's just absolute madness. You have like crazy scary voodoo dolls everywhere dancing around you have like masks flying through the ceiling and like just it's so disorienting that you're you feel like you've been brought into this underworld as you kind of go around the bend you see off in the distance which would be some sort of force perspective naveen like tied up with a bunch of little like voodoo dolls like dancing around him the gang's like we gotta save him we gotta we gotta get this guy so there's a little like action thing i don't know how they would do it but like they kick the voodoo dolls away they're they're some sort of heroic action happens and they get naveen um naveen hasn't explained what he was doing yet but we just got to get out of the other side so uh one of ray's family come back and is like yo i found how we get out of here there's another portal at the end of this it drops us back into the bayou like we gotta go though because i'm i got a bad feeling so you as you round the corner and you're kind of snaking through the tunnel where like um the the possums crying to her kids and then the rabbits crying to right, her kids that right. that briar rabbit just got kidnapped um as you're going through that pretty slowly you hear like distant echoes of like facilities like laughter and like him saying like how he's about to like he's catching up he's catching up you hear panic tiana like we gotta go we gotta go like everyone it's just a mad rush to get to this hill right before you get to the hill this massive animatronic facility is going to show up and just scare the bejesus out of everybody i don't know how it's yes. going to happen but he's going <laughs> to pop out and it's going to be so lifelike and he's going to reach out for your boat and all this stuff with his cackle and he's and he's like i've got you now naveen like uh you fooled me once but i got you this time 
so the the ascent up the hill is essentially you escaping facilier's grasp and it's a slow ascension obviously we can't like (laughs) motorize you off the (laughs) the side launch lift hill but the reason why i wanted the smokestacks on the boat was because i would love for an effect to happen where you you feel like you're being chased so much so that you can feel facilier breathing down your neck so there's some sort of like puff of air hot steam like something on your neck and everything is just kind of like dark but there's flashes of him every once in a while and like it's just very anxiety ridden so you get to the top of the hill tiana yells for everybody to jump and you guys go splashing down back into the bayou so um you've escaped the other side you've escaped facilier uh and now all that's left is for you to get back home so as you're kind of back in this bayou thing that takes forever to get you to the next show building um you're learning that naveen was out trying to find Ray's family because he wanted to have some sort of representation of Ray at Tiana's party, but didn't know how to do it. He was thinking like an ornament. He was thinking of like some sort of ice sculpture, but he wanted to consult the family. And that's when he got snatched up by Facilier's like shadow monsters. Um, so what he landed on, which can change because this was the only thing I could think of in relation to Mardi Gras, was just this massive like Ray ornament that they would hang over the bandstand uh, of the Fire Five, five plus two. Um, and so they're like, this is great. This is awesome. And you enter the next show building, which is Tiana's place. So we finally get to see Tiana's place in real life. And it's them finishing. They finished setting up. There's a huge party going on. The bandstand is where the um, riverboat is currently. People are dancing and stuff. You see the massive ray ornament hanging from above them. And Tiana has saved the day, saved Mardi Gras, saved her party, saved Naveen. And uh, down in New Orleans is absolutely slapping over the loudspeakers <laughs> as you get back to the boathouse. Welcome to uh, to Tiana's Tower. I don't know what this ride is going to be called, but that's, <laughs> that is my imagineering of this new ride. That's pretty epic. So my only question would be, how do you see music playing a role here? I mean, there's a lot of great songs in Princess and the Frog. Where does each one fit yeah. in your version of this attraction? In my version of this attraction, um, there it's more of themes. There's no, it's not singing songs out like kind of like um, Splash Mountain is where it's just like one continuous like chorus and song. Right. It's more like the score of the movie, um, louder and softer as there's dialogue to kind of, insinuate action and and suspense only because like the songs in the movie are so specific to the action of the movie that they don't really make sense until like down in new orleans even almost there is more of like a a rally cry than it is anything else and i don't want to force that into this thing that's supposed to be taking place way after all of that um so i either it's going to be an original soundtrack for me or it's going to be the soundtrack from the movie just the score portions though interesting i think that's probably a good idea yeah so uh you just heard me spew my ride through uh if you have any good names if you have any good ideas for what you think this ride should be go ahead and reply to us on twitter 
you can email us like we we're pretty fascinated about this entire development and what feels like a knee-jerk reaction that they claim they've been planning all along so i uh, chris i don't know i'm excited to see what they claim the story is going to be i'm excited to see the concept art and then i'm even more excited to see how they have to change <laughs> the concept art and the surrounding land to make it work. Yeah, for me, that's probably the most interesting part about it is just the general effect on the park. We obviously are talking about more than just an update on an attraction, but potentially retheming an entire corner of the park. Now, there is a possibility that you could make the argument that it still fits in Critter Country, Kind of, yeah. because there are animals in Princess and the Frog, but <laughs> um, I would love to see them go all out. And we were talking with Callie about how good New Orleans food is, so it would be great to see Hungry Bear transformed into some type of New Orleans-themed restaurant. Tiana's Place would be great. Mm -hmm. I think this is a great move based on the current economic condition that the park is in. Obviously, with COVID-19, the Disney company is hemorrhaging money mostly due to the closure of the parks. Right. So we've been talking about projects getting delayed years that haven't made it to, you know, groundbreaking yet. And this seems like a great way to create a project that will have general audience appeal that feels like a large investment because you're updating an e-ticket beloved attraction mm -hmm. that probably won't cost too much. Right. Yeah, I mean, especially because the ride system's already there, right? I don't imagine them tearing out the track and the flume and, like, reorienting how the flow of the no, ride goes. No, There's no. just no way. That costs way too much. So, really, the only question I have is, what do they do with the old America Sings animatronics? Do they leave them in? Do they kind of like retheme the birds to be like flamingos? <laughs> yeah. You know, but there's like skunks and possums and foxes and all kinds of crazy creatures in there right now. Right. And their own concept art that they shared, uh, it kind of, it looks like we're going to show up at Mama Odie's house. And if you remember Mama Odie's scene from the movie, she's got a lot of flamingo friends. And if you know anything about these animatronics, they were like geese at one point. So the neck is there already. Throw, throw some pink feathers on them you know that they're going to like at least one of them is going to end up there so that for the next 30 years we're talking about this one animatronic that has been there since forever and is the skeleton of uh, one of the birds from america Sings. so that's what i think they're gonna do i think the thing that probably excites me the most is that facilia animatronic you're talking about i mean this is an attraction like we said it's in dire need of an update and this, there's no way you can argue against this at all. Right. I mean, it's it's an update of an attraction. I mean, that's simple as that. Yeah. And it's it, a win-win for everyone. Yeah. And as, as beloved as the Splash Mountain's thing was, it like if you think about the history of what Splash Mountain was supposed to be, even that doesn't make any sense. So, like, it's, it's named after a movie that the ride's not even about anymore. And the ride that it is referencing isn't even a movie that they acknowledge. So the whole concept of this attraction is a, a complete mess. Anyways, it's going to be nice to see them tie it back. And like I said, take another step forward towards giving Tiana the recognition that she deserves. Cool. Well, I think that does it for our discussion on Splash Mountain and the Princess and the Frog re-theme. 
Folks, we would love to hear from you. If you have any ideas about this, comments about this, responses to some of the things we've said here in this mini episode, feel free to reach out to us. Tweet us, as always, at MouseMadnessPod. Send us an email, MouseMadnessPodcast at gmail.com. Chat with us on Discord. Join our Facebook group. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode.